Welcome to the Strength in Business podcast, which is all about maximizing your impact by implementing a powerful marketing system that will help you perform at your highest level. And now, here is your host, Chris Rock. Welcome to a new marketing session at Strength in Business. My name is Chris Rock, and today I'm going to share this space with my special guest, Maka Trum, and we're going to talk about his newly released book, Face It and Fix It, How to Avoid Disaster and Turn Around Your Small Business. Macatram is a multi-award winning speaker, investor, mentor, incubator, educator, and author. In the world of business, he's best known for helping entrepreneurs grow their businesses rapidly and for performing business turnarounds. He has trained and coached tens of thousands of business owners and individuals in over 15 countries around the world. In 2013, he was named Executive Coach of the Year in the United Kingdom at the annual APCTC Awards. And in 2015, he was a Business Mentor of the Year and Trainer of the Year finalist. Mac has shared the stage with some of the world's premier thought leaders and speakers, including Robert Kiyosaki, T. Harv Ecker, Blair Singer, Bill Walsh, Keith Cunningham, and Les Brown. Welcome to the show, Mac. How are you? I'm very, very well. It's a pleasure to be speaking with you on the show today. Thank you for inviting me onto the show. You're very welcome. Mac, I just checked Amazon and I saw this is your third book. And you hit bestseller list like in no time. Number one international bestseller next to Tony Robbins' Money Master the Game. That is amazing. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. And it's a lot of it down to my team and the people I was working with and, and everyone who really supported the book um, and uh, we did reviews and read the book. So I'm very grateful for all their help. Congratulations for that. Thank you. Absolutely amazing. And I want to jump right into that because my listeners know me straight into the meat. And I, I'd like to start with a twofold question. Uh, first of all, what made you write this book? As in, is there a trigger experience, a trigger event that made you sit down and say, okay, I got to write this book? And the second question is, why today? What makes this book so important and so relevant today? Wow, two two questions in one. Okay, thank you for that, Chris. Uh, why did I write this book? Um, for for nearly ten years now, I've been coaching uh, small business owners to really improve their business, make more money from their business, and have a better lifestyle through their business income. And um, I personally had challenges when I first start, started my first business, and I'll tell you about that in a moment. So, but when I threw out the coaching of many clients and tens of thousands of clients uh, and trainings all over the world, typically the same questions kept coming up. The same difficulties that I was, uh, they were experienced kept coming up. People were asking me the same thing, so I decided, let me put it in the book then at least it's in the book and I can continue my trainings. But many years ago, when I started my company, I started a, a computer company, an IT company. And not knowing what I didn't know, I made a ton of mistakes. And so much so, I ended up working very long hours, 80 hours a week, 90 hours a week, um, not seeing my young family. And I was only newly married and we had a, one child. And I came to the lowest point in my life where 
I looked at my life and I thought, wow, this is not the reason why I got into the business. This is not the reason why I wanted to create a business. I'm working all these hours. I'm not seeing my family. My wife is now pregnant with our second child. And for me, it was the lowest point where I was over 60,000 pounds in debt. That's over, at that time, over 100,000 US dollars in debt. And I just couldn't find out how to, to, to fix that situation until I came to a point where I said, look, there must be better ways, there must be a better way to do business and, and have a decent lifestyle. And I discovered that there was a lot I didn't know. So I started reading books. I started going to workshops and seminars. And, start, and I started changing my life around. So within less than two years, my life had changed dramatically from that point of decision. Now, all the learnings, all the mistakes that I made is in a book. All the mistakes that I've experienced that other business owners and clients of mine have made is in the book. I spent over two years, Chris, researching what makes what what creates business failure and all that is in a book as well so i want really my my whole thing of doing this is to i want small business owners especially to understand that things can go wrong but wouldn't you rather know what could go wrong right now and actually structure your business so you succeed and you have a higher percentage uh, probability to succeed that's one of the reasons, the key reasons I, I, I created the book. Well, what I like most about it is the fact that you went through the business, you made the mistakes yourself, and then, of Absolutely. course, asked other business owners and put that into the masterpiece. Absolutely. Yes, 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 indeed. Because, yes, unfortunately, indeed. we still have a lot of authors or gurus who basically make their income from stuff they teach other people but haven't done themselves. Oh yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. A lot of people out there, and this is this book is not theory. This is real world um, on the street. Roll your sleeves up. Um, things that that have happened, and um, so this is real world. And and as you know, I'm I'm an investor. I'm an entrepreneur, uh, and that's what I do. But I also love teaching. So right. I'm I'm constant. You know, I'm, I'm investing in businesses. I'm investing in real estate property. Uh, but when I'm not running and uh, you know overseeing my businesses i love teaching and i love teaching uh, all over the world that's excellent that's something we have in common now mm. um what i like about this book is the structure because uh, as already as the title points out face it and fix it the book right. is structured into two pieces and let's start by focusing on the first part, and then we'll go into the second part. Then in the, in the first part, you outlay 43 problems small businesses face, actually 43 problems that can lead to bankruptcy. Now, Correct. that sounds a bit overwhelming for a lot of people, and that's yeah. why I'd like you to give me the three or four biggest problems, as in, you know, the Pareto principle, as in, you know, 20% makes 80% of the problems. And mm. let's take that piece of cake so that people can resonate more with it and say, you know what, I'm good with these. At least I'm outperforming 90% of the business owners or I do have a problem with that. I have to tackle it. Right, right, right. Thank you for that. I mean, there are 43 reasons why businesses fail. Now, up to about a year ago, I only discovered 42 until I've discovered a 43rd one. And I don't want to go through, I can go through every single one, but we don't have the time. 
But let me give you a summary of these 43 reasons. Would that help? That, that would be excellent. But before Fantastic. that, tell me, tell me the 43. Number 43, which one was that? Oh, the number 43. Now, the, um, because I did this in no particular order, but number 43 was actually, which one was it? That's a very, very good question. <laughs> it was a very good question. Um, but I put it down to poor administration. Okay. It was um, because throughout, when you read the book from the beginning, I didn't put it in a particular order. I just put it in there because if I put it in a particular order, people say, oh, I know this, I know this, I know that. But as and when I discovered, I, I listed them in that order. And poor administration may seem, oh, that's pretty obvious. But not everybody has very good administration skills. And, and, and what happens is if you don't have the administration in order now, what happens is in about a year or two years' time when you're looking for certain materials or looking for certain documents and you can't find it, you'll get, you, you may get into great difficulty with the tax office or other statutory bodies that you have to show certain documents to. Absolutely. That's, that's right. very critical. Yeah. Absolutely. So let's yeah. get into the trouble cake. Let, so let me give you the summary. Uh, for those who don't have a lot of time on this call, um, obviously, I, I highly recommend get the book. But of all the 43 reasons, I summarized it into four key categories. The first one is what I call internal processes. And internal processes means that how you have um, the processes you have in your business, do they work or do they not work? So I'm talking about the systems and processes and systems for everything within your business. Because oftentimes, small business owners, the system is in their head. When something needs to happen, they ask the boss, the business owner, and the business owner will say, yeah, do A, B, and C. So what happens when the business owner, you, the business owner, is now sick for four weeks? What happens? Oh, well, if things are not, the processes are not documented, where people can find exactly what to do, your business will not survive, will not be in business for that long. So that's internal processes. Also, the other thing is external uh, conditions, external um, pressures. So sometimes things happen that you can't really do anything about. For example, the government changes the tax laws or the government changes certain um, legal um, frameworks. And so now you have to operate within that. And let's say um, this you're not aware of that and you don't do it, you can get into grave trouble. And let's say um, it's been issued and you have to follow it. Some business owners don't take the responsibility to say, oh, actually, I better follow this line. And that leads to certain troubles as well. Now, some business owners make excuses as to, oh, government's changed the rules here. There's this tax thing I have to follow. And if uh, some industries, imagine two companies in the same industry. They are they have to follow the same rules and regulations and laws and taxes. One does extremely, very, extremely well, and the other one doesn't do so well. One. Same environment. Same environment, same conditions, same everything. One's flying, one isn't. Hmm. That brings me, so, so external condi uh, conditions and challenges that they can't affect. So that brings me to the third area. And the third area is, uh, your personal behavior 
as the business owner, your personal behavior will determine the success or the failure of that business. So like, like we just said just now, the same environment, one business is doing well, one business is not doing so well. It's down to the business owner. It's down to the business owner taking responsibility and doing things the, right, the way it's supposed to be done the right way in order to succeed. As a business owner, I say to my clients all the time, I ask them this very specific question, Chris. I say, if your business fails, if your business does very, very well, and you create the lifestyle that you really, really desire, and you have more wealth, more money, you have more freedom, time freedom, your company's doing really well, who created that? And they, they obviously say, oh, well, I did. Yeah, well, correct, you did. Now, if your business fails and it doesn't do very well and you end up working long hours and you're stressed out, who created that situation? You, of course, the very same person. They, they, and they, they have a realization in that moment. It's like, oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, so now we know that. Let's start building it the way that we need to build it by taking 100% responsibility in terms of the actions that must be done. So that's the third area, personal behavior. The fourth area is financial challenges. At certain times of your business, there will be challenges around money, uh, whether, um, you, whether you haven't managed a, a cash flow very well or you need to raise finances. You have to be aware of these things as they come up. So as I said, I've given you four in terms of summary, but as you go through the book, there, it just goes into a little bit more detail in specific areas. Excellent, Mac, excellent. So Strength and Business Community, if you want to get the book, and I highly recommend the book, I've read it, it's amazing, especially the structure. Go to Amazon and type in Macatram, Face It and Fix It, How to Avoid Disaster and Turn Around Your Small Business. I will also include the links to my blog that goes that is associated to this podcast episode so that you can come back and get the book anytime. Now, Mac, what I like about you is the fact that you not only teach in the United Kingdom, but you travel a lot and you see a lot of business owners in the U.S., in Asia. Yeah. And um, you've written this book about problems and how to fix them. Let's stick one more time to the problem section. And that is, do you see a common theme or a common pattern if you go worldwide? Or is the business owner in the U.S. like 100% totally different than the one in, in Asia? Or do they have the very same problems? That's a great question. Very, very good question there. Now, what I, the, the underlying thing, what I found, in whether, whether I'm in Singapore, Malaysia, Vietnam, Thailand, um, the USA, Brazil, wherever I am, what, the underlying thing is always the business owner. It's always, always the business owner. It's the, it's the, it's the mindset and the way the business owner is thinking about their situation, that's what's creating their results. So each country I go to, whether it's a developing country or, or an established or very developed country, the economics, the financial situation, mean, in terms of how you run a business, it's still the same. Yes. It's still the same. Business is business. And business is designed. You know, if you're in business, you're there to make a profit. By adding, by adding value to people. And so business owners around the world do the same thing. They, they provide a product or a service with the intention of adding value to make a profit. 
Now, if you're not making a profit, eventually, if you don't make a profit in month one, month two, month three, month four, eventually you're going to run out of cash. If you run out of money, you're out of business. So the underlying thing is the behavior, the behavior of the business owner will determine the success of that business. So that's, that for me is the key, key point there. And so we, that's, that's one of the reasons why when I do my trainings, uh, my public trainings and I do one-on-one coaching, that I always start with the mindset of that business owner. How is the mind, how is that business owner thinking? Why are they thinking that way? And I question them, I go through certain things for them to understand their personal behavior and that, how that is helping them or holding them back in terms of the results that they want to achieve. I love it very much, uh, what you just Thank said, you. and it, it, it ties together to, to what you said previously, and it's something that I encounter as well, because I often talk to business people and also to corporates, because as you know, I have a corporate background, and yeah. they say, well, doing business in the US is a lot easier because you know of the taxes and the legal framework, it's more difficult in Europe, and we have all these VATs and everything. And then you look at them and say, yeah, well, how come other businesses are super successful in the very same environment? And you keep saying, well, you know, in the U.S., the there's no VAT challenges as we have them over here in Europe. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So, so, you know, it kind of ties in uh, very well to what you just said. Definitely. So let's move now to the, let's say, uh, paradise part of the book. Um, And that is the solution. So what are some, let's say, proven methods? How can we tackle these problems? And more importantly, how can we prevent them from occurring in the very first place? Very good. Excellent. Thank you for that. Now, um, the book is is structured into uh, two key areas. In the middle is the case study. So obviously the problems I talk about, just to make business owners aware, I gave case studies in terms of companies that I've researched and companies that I've worked with. Um, and also, um, we talk about the um, solutions at the end. So, in terms of the solutions, the, someone wants to pick up the book, they'll get all the solutions in there. And then, uh, you know, it's broken down into whether it's a leadership issue, this is what, how you should approach it. If it's a business model issue, whether you're, you've got a right business model or not, this is the way to approach it. For marketing, uh, challenges, this is how to approach it, etc, etc, etc. But let me um, put it all down into, um, into a, a, another context for you. Often, as I said, the reason why the business is not doing so well is down to the business owner. So I always say that there are five key areas that you must look at. One is that you must look at your own personal development continually develop yourself. Uh, if you're continually developing yourself, that means your business will develop. Now, business development doesn't come before personal development. Your mindset as an individual, as a business owner, has to, has to be right in order to grow your business. So step one, business, um, personal development. Step two, business development, which is the, all the solutions that have been given at the back of the, uh, the book, the third part of the book. The other area is that learn to be accountable or set up an accountability system um, whereby you're tracking how you are performing. In other words, having a, an accountability dashboard or a metrics dashboard that allows you to focus on 
the key activities and the key activities of your team. And if you can't hold yourself accountable to that, then find a coach or a mentor, someone who can hold you accountable to what you say you want to achieve. So that's the third area. Now, earlier on, I loved what you said earlier on, Chris, about the environment. Now, in order to achieve the results that you want, you have to put yourself intentionally into the right environment. What does that mean? It means listening to and getting help from people who are already doing very well, who are already doing great, rather than, you know, some people uh, will listen to the, the, the guy in the, in the bar or in the pub and they say, oh, I'm trying to do this. And they'll say, do it this way or do it that way. But guess what? Ask the question, do you actually run a business and how successful is it? Is it a multi-million pound or multi-million dollar business? Oh, if it's not, well, I, I shouldn't really be listening to you. But some people, as you know, they do listen to people who haven't done it, never been there, and um, they get themselves into a whole mess. So let me repeat, personal development, business development, accountability. The third area, fourth area is environment, speak, being in the right environment with the right people, and the, the fifth area is you as a business owner have to develop yourself in a way to be able to drive that business. So you're the driver of your bus, the driver of the aeroplane. So what are the uh, key tools? What are the key resources? What, are, what is the context you need to set up as the driver of this aeroplane or this, air, this, this car or this bus to take your people and your business where it needs to go? Now, when I'm working often with my clients, I become the driver and I, I drive them. I'm the catalyst, the driver to help them get to the, the destination they, they, they want to achieve, they want to go to. So the, hopefully that answers your question. As they go through the book, as I said, we, it's broken down into various areas and how to deal with specific areas of the business. But these five areas also um, you need to be aware of because having these in place will help you to achieve better results. Excellent, Mac. And I would like to point one more thing out. Sure. Uh, why, why people should definitely get the book. And uh, we both know how important it is to model successful businesses, to model successful franchises, successful systems. And what I love about this book is the fact that you um, give six or seven examples. Uh, among others, uh, people can find Apple. So when Steve Jobs came back 2007, Correct. turned around Apple computers, renamed it, rebranded it into Apple. Uh, they have um, the example uh, Chrysler, Leah Coca coming right. from Ford to Chrysler revamping everything, IBM. So that again is, is amazingly important uh, to tackle and to see what people can model. Now, Absolutely. Mac, I, I want to wrap this session up and I, I have, um, let's say, a second final question for you. Sure. And that is, every time you write a book, as an author, you'll learn a ton of things yourself because it kind of restructures your mind and restructures, yes. you go through the things kind of like one more time you experience everything. What was your biggest takeaway when writing this book? Yeah, biggest, biggest, biggest takeaway was, um, that's a great question. Um, you know, when I, when I first started writing, this book came from the, doing the research and speaking to clients and everything else and understanding what makes businesses fail. And actually, initially I did this as a, I created this as a PDF. 
uh, which I was giving away to clients and giving it to people to download um, as a free report. Um, then I thought, actually, people started emailing me and said, uh, so, okay, now I understand the problems. What are the solutions? So, <laughs> <laughs> so I decided, okay, let's tra- change this into a book, spend more time on it. Um, and so that's what I did. But the, after I'd written, Chris, what happened? After I'd written everything and uh, I had my first draft and I, I got my editor to go through it and, and um, I had my second draft and at some point I sat back and thought, oh, there are 43 reasons. I wonder if there is a theme to uh, these 43 reasons. And as I sat down and went through every single, every single point, I started to categorize them. Okay, what, why? Is that a failure? Why, what happened there? What, why is this point? Um, how did that fail? What, and this is where I came up with those four categories. Person, you know, often businesses fail because of personal behavior of the individual or external pressures, things have changed, uh, internal processes not being correct, and financial challenges. So that was my big breakthrough. and thought, wow, the, imagine that. If you have these areas already sorted out in your business by understanding these 43 reasons, then, then having these places, these things, these four categories in place will stand you a better chance of success um, in, in your business. So for me, that was my big, 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 big takeaway. That's like a perfect recipe for, for success, a magical <laughs> yeah. recipe for success. Excellent, Mac. Mac, please give out your website. And if you have a last piece of advice, a last golden nugget, so to speak, please share it with the strength and business community. Thank you very much. My website is www.mindspacebusiness.com. So mind as in M-I-N-D space, S-P-A-C-E, business.com. Um, so you can find the stuff we do there. You can email me from there as well. And in parting, my, my last words would be, listen, you, you can, as a business owner, small business owners can create the success you want. If your business becomes successful, you created it. If your business fails, you created it. Now, which side of the coin do you want to be on? If you want to be on a side that does well, then get the book read a book, take the action, and take 100% responsibility for everything that happens to you or to your business. And I'm wishing you the best of best of luck in everything you do. Not that you need luck, just integrate what I'm saying and you'll have that success. And if I can help you or my team can help you in any way, be sure to contact us. And that, those are my words. Excellent advice, Mac. Once again, this is Chris Rock from Strength in Business talking to Macatran about his number one international bestseller. Go to Amazon and get it. It's called Face It and Fix It, How to Avoid Disaster and Turn Around Your Small Business. Thanks for being my guest today, Mac. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you once again for inviting me. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure to be on your show. Thank you, Chris. Excellent. Thank you for your time, Mac. Thanks for listening. Thank you for your loyalty. I'll catch up with you in the next episode. Happy marketing. And remember to always play to your strengths. Thank you for listening to the Strength in Business podcast. Submit your questions on strengthinbusiness.com and follow Chris on Twitter at Chris Rock. 
That's K-R-I-S-Z-R-O-K-K. 